Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Okay, so um, we are here doing a little podcast with Greta Klein, who is Frankie Cosmos. Hello. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. We just saw um, you play at End of the Road Festival, which was great. How did you find it? Uh, It was fun. Yeah, it was the most beautiful show ever. It was busy. (laughs) It was really cool. It was the biggest show that Frankie Cosmos has ever played. Really? Yeah, I think so. The most people probably, yeah. We had, when we were working in the Rough Trade tent, we had tons of teenagers coming in. Um, just like begging for your record on your CD. And not just teenagers, but mainly teenagers. And then we were saying that you were around, they were like freaking out. And (laughs) yeah, I think you've got a lot of teenage fans. Cool, yeah, I I meet a lot of them. Do they come up to you and say hi and stuff? Yeah, they're awesome. I love teens. That's great. (laughs) I love teens. (laughs) Sounds creepy, but I really feel like I am one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to go through, we've asked you to come into Rough Trade to pick out some records and... How many have you got there? Five? Five, yeah. Was it, an, was it okay to pick them? Was there anything that you tried to find that wasn't here? Or um, There's a few things that I couldn't find, but I'm just not like that good at searching. But okay. I found five yeah. records that I love, so I'm, I'm pumped on these. Great. Well, we're going to ask you to go through them, and then we will uh, get you to pick a track from each one. But you can kind of choose whichever you want to begin with and go from there. It doesn't have to be chronological. It can just be whatever you want. So. Cool. All right. I think I'll start with the Joanna Newsom one because it's like probably the one that I've been a fan of for the longest in my life <laughs> of these five. So that's the uh, that's no. her first record? Um, I guess it's her first. I think she had some like demos maybe that came out before this. Like, I, th- I guess this maybe was her first record, uh, The Milk-Eyed Mender, I think. I don't actually know for sure. It's a great album. Really good, yeah. One of the first... Uh, cool things I ever liked. Do you remember when you first heard it? I do. Uh, my, my now bandmate, Lauren Martin, came over and showed it to me. And I think we just like listened to this whole record. Cool. Uh, and it was really amazing. Cause she kind of divides opinion, especially at End of the Vogue she was playing. Some people were just like, I'll never go and see her play. Why would you go and see that? But some people like had come to the festival to go and see her play. Like it's a completely, she kind of divides opinion a bit, I guess, because she's so... Well, there's no one else like her. Yeah, well, it's it's weird. I know a lot of people that, like, don't get it or haven't really given it the time of day, but I'm just, like, a huge fan of hers. Like, I think the main thing is, like, people say that she has a weird voice. Yeah. And uh, they, like, can't get past it. But <laughs> as someone who is, like, not at all trained at singing, like, I feel like, I mean, I always, I love all kinds of singers, so I'm just, like, but I think that she's just got an amazing voice and her songs are just like so amazing and yeah. changed my life. So Yeah, they're life-changing. Yeah, they're they? really life-changing. Uh, there's no one else really like her in the whole world. Are there any tracks in particular off this album that you like the best? Yeah, I was just trying to remember. I think like the first one I ever heard was probably Peach Plum Pear. I think that was the mm. one that like Lauren chose to show me because she thought it would like ease me into yeah. it um but i think my favorite might oh they're all so good um my favorite might be sadie track four mm, very but, good yeah yeah it's just a great record 
Have you ever seen pictures of the house that she lives in? No. Oh my god, I'll send you a link. Please. It's Charlie Chaplin's or something. It's like his old house. It's like this huge like glass and wood palace in the middle of this forest. What? Somewhere in these hills. I don't oh. know where. But it's like of it's course. as if it's designed for her. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. Wow. Full of grand pianos and like tropical flowers and stuff. Cool. Anyway. Oh, that's um, amazing. <laughs> if you were gonna pick one between those two, Sadie and um Peach Plum Pear, which one would it be? Yeah, let's do Sadie. Okay. All right, so this is Sadie by Joanna Newsom, one of my favorite musicians.
Let's go on to your second pick today. All right. I think my second pick will be the one right here, One Foot in the Grave, expanded version uh, by Beck. Um, it's one of my favorite records ever as well. Extremely long record. It's like 30 tracks. Are you already a big Beck fan then? Um, I I am a fan, but I I really only, like, I haven't, like, heard all his records or anything. This one just has really stayed with me why <laughs> I don't know it's I mean I mean I just listened to it a lot but um when I was first dating my boyfriend he brought me a burn cd of it and we just uh like or he went to his car and got it out of his car and like gave it to me and I just remember it was in my cd player for like six months and wow. we just we listened to it like every night that's cool <laughs> yeah. that's a really nice yeah uh, yeah that's a nice way to be introduced to something yeah how do you tend to listen? I mean, do you like collect records and stuff at home? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, not like a not like in a hoarding way, but I yeah, I collect some. And do you listen to music quite a lot when you're like on the road and traveling and stuff? I've started to recently, yeah. I've started to listen to music a lot more than I used to. Do you um, do people come and like give you like demos and stuff? I've got a few demos. <laughs> yeah, I hold on to all of them. I'm not, you know, not throwing them out the car window or anything. That's cool. As I'm, some bands might do. <laughs> no, <laughs> not naming any that. names, but <laughs> some bands. No, I don't know. That's so mean. <laughs> Onto the motorway. <laughs> yeah. I have some friends that call it, uh, that are like, oh, cool. Thanks for the demo. I'll show it to my friends at Roadside Records. Oh, <laughs> no. That's so, <laughs> so mean. Cruel, yeah. So I think it's just a joke, but it's pretty cruel. Oh, my God. Um, imagine like the, the kid going back to their friends. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to get signed by Roadside Records. <laughs> so evil. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they've ever actually done it. I just heard of that. <laughs> yeah that's cool so i mean yeah this is a long album um yeah. such good album tracks actually yeah teenage wastebasket your love is weird piss on the door great <laughs> uh are there any on this that 
I don't know, are like special to you or kind of strike a chord differently to the others? Yeah, oh, there's so many that are so good. Um, it's hard to choose, but two of my favorites, oh, they're all, my, I can't even, okay, I'm just going to pick one because there's so many that are my favorites. Um, I think, uh, I think Mattress might be one of my favorite tracks. Cool. It's just like such a perfect song and it feels like a song that just like, you know, when you hear a song and you just like wish you wrote it, mm -hmm. it's one of those that I just like, after I got into, I just played it all the time and tried to cover it every time I picked up a guitar. Is that what you so do good. when you get into really into a song? You just try and copy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Always. Even like really? on tour, like when I'm just like really obsessing over a song, like the second we get on stage to sound check, I'm like the first one up there so I can just try and fiddle and figure out a song. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you ever perform any covers? We have, we're, we're not, we don't have any, uh, in our like list of songs we play right now, but we did, uh, we did cover for a while. We did a cover of, uh, don't ask me to explain of Montreal cool. That's nice. song, really fun cover to play. Another song that I just wish I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to ask permission when you do that? Or do you just do it? Just do it. Mm. I think like when you play a, when you play a venue that's like licensed to have covers performed, oh, yeah. you can, you tell them and then they, the person gets paid. That's cool. From ASCAP or BMI or whatever, yeah. Because the Big Moon were covering um, a Madonna track and they said that they actually like contacted Madonna and really? asked permission and sent her the thing and Madonna was like, yes, wow. you can do it, which is pretty cool, <laughs> getting yeah. the blessing from her. Wow. Uh, do you know if Of Montreal have heard the cover that you've done? Oh, I'm sure they haven't. <laughs> Maybe. There's no way. No, I mean, we didn't, you know, it's not like recorded or anything. We just did it at a couple of shows. But That's cool. I did open for them in my other band. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, but... You know, I was so afraid to even, <laughs> I hardly talked to them. I was just like, oh, hi. <laughs> but yeah. That's sweet. Okay, cool. So, all right. Yeah. So uh, here comes Mattress by Beck, uh, a really perfect love song. Put those sunglasses on your hips, mayonnaise on your lips, pass me a bag of potato chips when I want to I'm a winner, I'm a sucker, I'm a sinner Won't you take me out to dinner? Take me out to dinner, I'm a loser 
Magellan by Dirty Projectors. Great album. Yeah, it's so good. I used to listen to them a lot with my all my cool friends in high school who <laughs> liked all the cool music and showed me everything cool that I know. Again, Lauren, my bandmate, was yeah. like my older friend in high school who showed me everything cool. Um, but I I recently like got way back into this record like really heavily. That's cool. Listen to it in the car constantly. Oh, do you drive? I don't drive. Oh, and you're a passenger. I know, I'm evil. I'm like the most evil person to tour with. Why? Because you I just, just can't help at all. Yeah, I just relax. <laughs> I'm like, I love the long drives. Like, <laughs> love when we have a nice eight hour drive for me to relax and like read Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> Ooh, you're reading Harry Potter. <laughs> I am. Right. Have you read it before? When I was younger, yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm starting over. Oh, what book are you on? Number one. Oh, number one. <laughs> I just I just bought it as a Google book uh, on the last tour because I finished whatever other book I had with me, and then I was mm. like, oh, what can I uh, what can I do for fun now? And I mm. started it's reading like, the Sorcerer's Stone again. It's like a hug in a book, isn't it? It's so, so good. good. It's fun to read it while I'm here. I was just reading it b- before. Because of all like the references. I, it's just fun to be like in England. Like <laughs> I don't know because I feel like it's really going on here. You know, like. What they're actually Who knows, is. like, where the wizards are. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to wander around London and find them. Yeah, they've got this thing at King's Cross Station where it's, like, platform nine and three quarters. Is like, it's been, like, built. So it's, what? like, there's, like, a trolley going through the wall and people take photos oh with it. Oh, my gosh. I'm know, going to King's so Cross cute. today. I gotta go. Gotta find oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, wow. please find it. And get a photo with it and send it to me. <laughs> I will. Um, press photo. <laughs> yeah, press photo. <laughs> I was thinking about you drawing the scar on tonight for the show just because I'm so yeah, obsessed with him right now. You should. Yeah. That would be really uh, well received as well, really? I think. Yeah. Pe- I feel like people here probably don't aren't obsessed with Harry Potter. No, no. They no, are. I think. Um, well, a bit like Joanna Newsom. Some people wouldn't touch yeah. it with a 10 foot pole, but some people, it's like their life. I'm like me. I listen yeah. to it every night before I go really? to sleep. Really? All right. Shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> I, I have I been told that the audiobooks are really good, though. Oh, my God. Stephen Fry reads them, and it's just so great. I he deserves a be. kind of, I don't know, an award for doing that. He does all yeah. the voices really well. Oh. And. It's just so great. I got to get into that. That might be the next, when I get to book two, maybe I'll start with the audiobooks. I'll retransfer them to you. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway, so back to Dirty Projectors. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you ever <laughs> seen these guys live? Um, I, not really, no. I mean, I, I, I was near a, a live show of theirs. Uh, <laughs> as a teenager, I, I think I couldn't really get in, but I, I remember being in a playground near their, their Celebrate Brooklyn set and oh, cool. listening from afar, but I think that maybe we didn't actually go inside. But it was like outdoors, so. That's cool. I feel like I saw them, but yeah. I, I didn't. <laughs> There's a lot of the music you listen to in high school, like stuff you still listen to. Yeah, I feel like that stuff, even if I'm not like regularly listening to stuff that I used to really like, like I feel like all the really formative things you like uh you're like can't ever stop liking them like I don't know I was talking to somebody I 
feel like I often am talking to people about Blink-182 uh, yeah. <laughs> and how like I can't undo liking them no, like, no matter how many years go by like I was just love Blink-182. I think a lot of people hold that kind of feeling towards them. Maybe you yeah. would listen to it every day but you'll never not want like, to go and see them play. <laughs> when it comes on the radio like we turn it up and we're all like, screaming like, like people that like Blink-182 like you can't not do that. I don't know. It sounds like being 15 and yeah yeah I completely know what you mean yeah and like when you're 15 and you hear a song and it like affects you mm. I feel like that feeling comes back like you feel yeah that feeling again and it's amazing yeah it's the best it's like nothing else guilty pleasure dipping yeah. into Blink 182 no any- guilt no shame <laughs> are there any Blink 182 albums in particular I guess I mean the one that I was into is take off your pants and jack yeah me too <laughs> really great record it's a shame you haven't picked that because we haven't talked about Dirty Projectors I at know, all. I know, I know. That's okay. Maybe we can play a Blink-182 track at the end as we a bonus, can, yeah, bonus totally. disc. <laughs> Good uh, idea. There, are there any tracks on Dirty Projectors that you would like to pick? Oh, so many. I also feel like I should say I picked a lot of these records because um, I, I very, I often listen to a record and then pick out like my favorite song and get really into that song. But these are all records that I like to listen to all the way through. Oh, I see. So that's why... Uh, I'm, it's so hard to pick one, but... And they're not even written on the um, back. You haven't got hmm. any help here. I think I can just say off the top of my head, I think Impregnable Question might be my favorite track. It's yeah. like the song, another song that like I just spent forever just singing it because it's like, how do you even write something that feels so good to sing? Yeah. It's just amazing. It's a very unpredictable song. I remember the first time I heard that too. It was like just the sweetest, loveliest oh. thing. Yeah. And it kind of applies to like old loves, new loves, friends, family you can kind of apply it to any person you know and it still works yeah it's good such a just perfect songwriting honestly that record's just like freaks me out (laughs) (laughs) actually i i feel like i i want one time like maybe like eight months ago was on tour and we were at this show and i think my whole band like left and i was kind of hanging out at the show by myself before it started and it was just like me and this sound guy hanging out and he was playing that record on the speakers and I was like, oh, you, you're not allowed to play this before I perform because all <laughs> it, it just makes me want to quit. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like every time I hear this record, I just think like I should just give up. Like I shouldn't make music, but I've recently turned around to that feeling. And now, and I feel the same way about Joanna Newsom, like records that just are so good mm-hmm. that they make you feel like you should quit. But then you can instead just get really inspired and be like, no, I should just do my own thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to be it as good as them <laughs> it'll be so sad if you quit because you've heard dirty projectors that would yeah, suck they would they would probably be glad no i'm just kidding <laughs> good riddance <laughs> yeah get um, this get this untrained fool off the off pitchfork <laughs> untrained fool that's me that's me uh here comes impregnable question by dirty projectors a perfect band if there is ever the impregnable question of why what did or didn't pass it would help to seek comfort in destiny but I really don't we don't see I lie but I need you and you're always on my mind There is or isn't any position 
holding Love is Overtaking Me, the Arthur Russell comp, I guess, technically. Um, So, yeah, there's just like a million amazing songs on it. And um, I think I'm going to have to pick What It's Like, which is um, my dream, like, first song at my wedding. Cool. (laughs) That's Uh, a big shout. Yeah, that's a... That's like in my, like, I can't imagine picking another song. Uh, it's kind of me and Aaron's song, me and oh, my boyfriend. Stop. It's like our special song. This is another record that like he got me into. So it's just very special to me and wow. we would listen to it all the time. So, uh, but that, that song specifically is just like, it's, it's just like a perfect song. It's such a <laughs> class. It just like, feels like instantly, like a, it's like a classic song that you feel like you've known forever. It's, and it's weird as hell yeah it's really weird really i mean all of his stuff is really weird yeah um but it feels right so isn't there a lyric in one of your songs that says arthur is that about arthur russell it's actually not but i just like lied and said it was once and oh. everyone kind of latched <laughs> onto that okay i like to just lie about what stuff is about um you know <laughs> what just for fun just for fun just to help everyone out yeah just to kind of like i don't need you know yeah that's cool everyone can just come up with their own thing that it's about but no yeah i mean it's slightly i think technically like it's about aaron but i was calling him arthur because he had showed me the record so it's kind of about arthur russell in a way has he shown you loads of music then since you've been together yeah yeah Yeah. he also yeah shaped my taste have you shown him loads of stuff yeah i think i i'd like to say i showed him lots of stuff yeah is there anything you can think of that he really wasn't into before that you've like got him around to yeah i got him into michael hurley which is like one of our favorite (gasps) musicians so i'm proud of that one i love michael hurley oh yeah that's cool have you ever seen him play i have yeah he's the best he's amazing yeah (laughs) yeah he's so good i was trying to find something of his too but i i'm just not very good at i'm not i'm not good at uh looking through records (laughs) 
<laughs> rummaging. <laughs> rummaging, yeah. That's fine. Um, okay, cool. Well, um, maybe you could just introduce your wedding song. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. And as the couple takes their first dance, <laughs> uh, we'll be playing What It's Like by Arthur Russell. Touched by the Lord. I don't need you anymore. And she didn't know what to think, but she loved the Lord. So she just leaned back in the pew, thought about the tall grass, and said, Reverend, she said, Reverend, Reverend, the only reason I did it was to find out what it's like. This is what is life. 
Monday I read somewhere that real love is heart and soul Yeah, but only a master could understand that I left that old magazine and walked out into the green of summer I felt like I could cry But in the grass I only sat Last one. Okay, so now we're now on the last record that Greta's going to pick, and it's actually a brand new record yeah. that we've heard because we've been sneaky, and <laughs> it came out the other day. Um, can you say what it is? Yeah, it's "My Woman" by Angel Olsen. Um, I also was sneaky and had it before it came out, so <laughs> not to brag, uh, or yeah, to brag. Uh, but yeah, it's just amazing. I uh, I really love it. I love every single thing Angel Olsen does um i don't i just am like so moved by yeah all their records and uh this one's really amazing and and i have a maybe it's a problem where everything i hear i think is about me mm-hmm. so <laughs> oh yeah yeah so <laughs> this uh, record in particular record, yeah there's a lot of stuff on it that i really just felt like even when i don't know Especially when I don't know what something's about. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's totally about, like, being a female touring musician, specifically. <laughs> you know, like, and it's obviously yeah. not. Like, that's just how I hear it. So that's uh, that's why, I I mean, that's why I like everything is because I think it's all written just for me. So. Yeah. There's a, there's a definite pleasure taken from thinking that. Yeah. I wonder if you were, like, like a butcher, would you think? <laughs> I don't know. It can yeah. maybe apply to some No, people. I mean, I think people do that. I think everyone does that with music. Or you find yeah. the thing about it that, you can understand and can relate to and you like latch onto it yeah I mean I've always done that like I love that like looking forward to a lyric because it's like your one yeah 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 it's the nicest yeah and also but yeah I I guess I know I also have started doing it a lot more since being a musician because I do feel like in a way everything is about touring Mm -hmm. like I I could just like read into every single song like there's there's this song uh you know Brandy by Looking Glass Mm -hmm. and uh it's like obviously not about being a musician it's about being a sailor yeah um and and when I hear it I'm just like oh like I'm Brandy like and I'm the sailor and like Aaron's Brandy and he's the sailor and like we're both going on tour like like you feel like it's about you even though it's clearly not um but you just like find a way to think everything's about 
you kind of like get into the psychology of the the musician who wrote it and you're like oh yeah i must have uh they must have been writing about touring yeah always <laughs> it's just a really stupid assumption but do you think a lot of artists do actually write about touring yeah i think i mean like I think they do, but I also think it's like, it's a more vague thing than just like specifically writing about touring. But like for me, like I'm writing a lot right now about like being really like uprooted from my home Mm -hmm. and like not really being home at all or having like a thing or even dreaming of home because I don't know what that even is now. And like that feeling, which is like a more general and more relatable feeling than like I'm on tour and I'm playing shows. Yeah, of course. And a lot of like traveling, like you said, like sitting in a car that can be so melancholy and like make you just think about everything I guess it's like probably touring is probably quite a good place to just like make stuff even though it sounds yeah. really full on and whatever yeah it's like a perfect place to just like obsess over your own emotions yeah. uh, constantly <laughs> and cool. just like nitpick your own emotions until into little tiny pieces yeah exactly so even though you get bad food and bad transport and you have to play rainy festivals at least you get to feel more emotion than yeah. ever before. Gotta say, we get, we get pretty good food and pretty good transport. It's oh, been I'm glad. And you know, the rainy festival was beautiful, so I'm 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 grateful. I'm, it's it's going well. I like touring. Okay, good. When you get when do you get to go home? Uh, never. Never. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, never. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're going home from this tour, like I think the twentieth, but then we leave again on the twenty eighth. Cool. So it's like just a uh, kind of I, I get to go home for a, quite a while starting in like mid-november so that'll be okay then i get a nice winter at home yeah that sounds good couple months yeah try and make a record cool man <laughs> that sounds great yeah uh thanks for having me i'm greta and uh this has been great and goodbye and uh here comes not gonna kill you by angel olsen
Local native Sunlit Youth. Buy now in store or online at roughtrade.com. So long, Mrs. President. Rough Trade Radio.